0: Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dai Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry related books by Bishop Dai Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: excitement. It's time for us to overcome the devil by the words of our testimony. Amen. And today we have wonderful testimonies on how God has helped some of us here attain excellent academic performance. I didn't hear you say I'll be there. Wow! So with a round of applause, let's welcome Scholastica to bring us her testimony. Hi, everyone. hi,
2: Scholastica. Hi, everyone. My name is Scholastica, and I'm the C.D. for the Lisa Joy Center. And I'm also a telefaster, amen us about your testimony. So my testimony is about how working in church has made
1: me increase every semester with my Wow. Yes. Oh, I didn't hear you say, I'll be there. What she said was, her testimony is about how working in church has caused an increase in her CWA semester after semester. Oh, I think it's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Okay, so scholars can tell us more.
2: Okay, so when I came to first year, first semester, I came with the mind to come and rest. I didn't want to do anything in church. What a girl. I, I would just come to church on a Sunday, then when we close now, in my hostel. I used to learn so much that nobody in my hostel knew I was in first year. I had to prove with my ID card because they didn't just believe me. So um, when the first semester's results came, when I was in first year, it was so bad. I remember testing mommy about it. I was so broken. And then she encouraged me. So the next semester, when I came to school, which is first year, second semester, I came with the mind to work in church. So from there, I began to um, work as a percentile leader and also stay around, go for all years and all. Now, that same year, um, that same semester, sorry, when the, sem- um, the results came, I increased with four points. I mean, to the previous one.
1: So again, I didn't hear you say, I'll be there. <laughs> Point four is not
2: then as if that was not enough. Still staying around, still working in church. From first year, second semester to date. Every semester I increase.
1: Oh, are you sitting down there like that? just want to tell everyone
2: sitting here that it's never a waste of time to work in the house of God because God is a ruler of they that diligently
1: seek Him. Amen. Amen. Please put your hands open. together for Colossa one more time. I see your CWA increasing. In your midterm you are going to get all A's. The testimony you believe. And the prophecy you believe. Wow! Let's welcome Kobe Steiner to bring us a testimony.
3: Hi, Kobe. Hello. Hello, my name is David Steiner.
1: Remake. His name is David Steiner, amen. David, tell us about your testimony.
3: I'm David Steiner, I'm with Security. And my testimony is about how the Lord helped my Semester Bridge, who's by 14. Wow!
1: to hear how it happened, so that you can also do the same
3: thing, then please keep quiet. Um, Come please tell us more. So last semester, um, honestly I wasn't really serious with my books. Um, I can't lie about that, I wasn't really serious with my books. And exam was coming and I knew the day of reckoning had come. So I started praying for about three weeks, it was about three weeks to the exam. So I started praying, and every time I prayed, I was like, the Lord should make every paper I I touch with a pen be an A paper. Wow. So for three weeks, that was my prayer. So it's like, like, I have this thing I do. I learn four hours before my paper, straight. Then I just get up and go and write my paper. So...
1: so that you
3: don't miss anything so before I do the four hours I, I pray before I start wow. before I start the paper I pray and I listen to mommy's prayers also Wow. so most of the time I was just solving past questions and I go to people see what they, they've learned I take uh, notes they took that I read and I go into the paper wow. and every single paper is like what I did is exactly what I go and read in the wow.
1: David, I don't think they heard you right. Please repeat what you said, because I don't understand why they were still
3: sitting down. Please repeat what you said. So I said, every paper, before I went for every paper, what I read before entering is exactly what I meant. Hey, are you still sitting down?
1: what appears on the paper. I think you need this miracle in your life. Say, I'll be there, in your midst, and you'll be there. Amen.
3: For the first time in my four years in the school, I had a very good average. Wow. Like, before, my average was always fluctuating 2, 18, some point, points, some shake, point, shake, 5. You yeah. know, really the move. Yeah, but this time, it went up by 40.
1: Wow. Say it again, they are still sitting down, so say it again. I
3: said, every semester, my average used to fluctuate around 0.5, 0.2, but this time it went up by 14.
4: Wow!
1: Before, before, I mean, prior to that semester, every semester, His CWA was always fluctuating. I'm sure some of you are in such a situation. But just like what God has done for Kobe, receive point 14 in your CWA. I said receive point 14 in your CWA. So, Kobe, what do you want to tell the church? Fuck
3: you.
1: David, what do you want to tell the
3: church? I want to encourage everyone to listen to what mommy says because it took me a while i was a good like mommy said and when i actually started listening and started praying i, I saw that it worked moving up 14 is a big step and, and i want to thank mommy for that and encourage all of you to listen to what mommy says
1: amen put your hands together for david for such a powerful testimony you're here and you're like David, who didn't used to believe, but by his testimony, I want you to believe that God can do the same thing for you. God can do and overdo the same thing for you. Even as you're getting ready to write your mid-semester exam, believe God for an increase in your CWA. Amen. With a round of applause, let's welcome Karen to bring us her testimony. Hi, Karen. Hi, everyone.
5: Please, I'm Karen Paper, a basantar leader in the Dancing Stars. I'm in Gaza region, San City Center.
1: I'm Karen, in- tell us about your testimony.
5: Thank okay. you. So, I'm here to share a testimony on how God unexpectedly helped me pass my exams, both wow. mid-semester and end of sem. So, it all started from mid sem, our first day. So, all I knew was we were supposed to be settled before time, but I didn't know it was supposed to be 30 minutes before time. So, we were stuck in the library. We were still revising. So, <laughs> we were moving to the exams hall 15 minutes before time. And when we entered, the exams officer stuck us out. And on the timetable, the paper was supposed to last for one hour. And before the paper, the lecturer told us that anything you write, you have to support it with your sources. your constitution articles and everything karen
1: hold on i don't think you didn't give them you didn't give them a proper background you need to let them understand your course and why you needed to support every answer with an authority let them understand what an authority is please i'm a first year law student
5: And in law, anything you write, any sentence you write, you have to support it. It's like where you found the statement from. So maybe, if anything at all. If you're a now what can prove that someone can be a Ghanaian? you should be co- as you should quote it from the Constitution. So before that, we're actually scared. And the exams officer took us from the class. And when we checked the timetable, the paper was supposed to last for an hour. So um, I think 10 minutes had elapsed already. So we entered the hall. And when we entered, when I read the instruction, the paper was supposed to last for forty minutes, wow. and we're late. So I started shaking. Like I was really scared. I couldn't even write. I couldn't even write my index number. Wow. So all I said was, "God, into your hands I commit to my paper."
1: What a prayer!
5: Hey, <laughs> hey, I started writing, but when I got to my second point, this, they were like, um, ten minutes to stop work." So I stopped. I moved to the third point and the fourth point. When I wrote the first sentence, they were like, "Stop work." and he submitted our papers so when he came out as usual the senior senior were there how was the paper. oh my god please <laughs> it went well but it wasn't for my heart so when we came i i didn't want i didn't know how to tell my shepherd about it that's Irish clear now because so i thought he would tell me that maybe i'm not serious i'm supposed to be there before time so i waited so when he came for head, I told him about it. And he told me that my semester has passed. So everything I should give God the glory. And he gave me Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, that seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything will be added on to you. And when Clenam told me that, I was complaining that they organize tutorials every Saturday. And it's from 1 to 5. So how am I going to? Like, I just didn't want to mind him, But he kept on persisting. He told me that every time he asked me, he remembers me in prayer. And I told him, thank you. So... But, so we didn't see the results, so um, end of semester, that course, when I was going to write, I really prayed, I really prayed, because I didn't even know what to learn again. So we were there, end of semester, so we are waiting for the results, and by way when it came, I had an A in that
1: course. Oh, are you sitting down there like that? She had an A in a paper she, she didn't complete. Do you understand what that means? Do you know the maybe I understand because I can relate, but do you know the implication of not completing a law paper and still getting an A? It
5: was by God's grace. And we're going to write, there's this course that we all do, like the law students are combined with other faculties to write that paper. But what happened was, we're supposed to write the paper on a Tuesday, and we had, we were writing two papers on that day, so the, uh, one of our lecturers went to see the exams officer and they moved us to Friday, but the other faculties wrote their paper. So what the law students were thinking was that, it's actually fine, so we can go for the papers after, so that we can come and write on Friday. But it wasn't so. So I tried doing that, but when I got to my room, something told me that I should just pick a set of slides and go through. And before I took every slide, I saw all my questions through a series of visions. So
1: see Karen. Karen. Please give it to us bit by bit. Like we can't follow. Give it to us bit by bit. Repeat what you said again. What I was saying was that be quiet so that you don't miss
5: it. There were five slides and they were all printed out. And any if I take the first slide before I read. Like, uh, I plan on taking, like, maybe a five-minute break before I start or something. And before I start, I will see, like, the questions. And when I open the slides, I'll end up underlining the very things the lecturer wants us Oh, are you still and sitting
1: the- down there like that? She saw her questions in a series of visions. Wow. So, I saw that it wasn't something normal.
5: So, I took a pen and I was underlining them. And what happened was that our papers were all going to be filling. So I remember this question, where well like sociology dashed with all other sciences. And we had interrelate, relate, correspond, That's the interlaces. Like if you don't read the slides thoroughly, there's no way you pass our paper. And it was from 1 to 60. And I saw everything, I saw everything wow. from 1 to 60 in the slides. And for the feeling past two, I saw every single thing. Like every single thing, every single thing. And and for the following week, the past questions, if I saw few questions, two drop out of the three. (laughs) So
1: by God's grace. What a testimony!
5: Wow. So by God's grace, I took whatever Clenham told me seriously and he told me to always believe in mommy's prayer And anytime i come to church on sunday i should believe in the communion and it's actually helped me so wow. i will then treat you all that whatever you are doing in the house of god take it
1: seriously and god will bless you in everything that you amen amen put your hands together for courage for such a wonderful session.
6: Hallelujah. Oh, I said your hand clap is too low. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Our pastor has been teaching us some very powerful, wonderful things. Amen. And tell your neighbor that your car is in the message. Your your good job is in the message. Because she's teaching us very deep spiritual things. That the Bible says that if you seek first the kingdom of God, everything that everybody's looking for, God will add it. So, your good average is in the message, and your good marriage is in the message. So, I want you to listen attentively. Hallelujah. I want us to stand to our feet and let's welcome our prophets. Put your hands together for Sister Joy Bruce. Put your hands together.
7: Pastor one, our prophet is in Accra. I'm your pastor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bow down your head and just pray. Thank God for an opportunity to be in the church, in his house, and ask him to speak to you this afternoon. That even as you have come into the house of God, that a word in time is what will touch your spirit. Father, thank you so much for this afternoon. As we come before your word, let it be a word in time. I pray that your word will lift us up, O God, and will help us to do our best in everything. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Thank you that you have not forgotten us. Thank you for every testimony. Thank you for all the miracles and all that you do. We give you praise. We give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus for a few moments as you are standing you just want to begin to pray for a few minutes we are lifting up our good friday service before the lord a time that the lord is gathering us as a church to be blessed by our shepherd we want to just lift that time up before god especially in these times and in these days lift up some prayer you may not know it but on good friday We're going to be meeting together at the Ridge Park to pray. It's a time of
8: miracles happening. And we want to say,
7: Lord, let the gathering
8: be. Let the gathering be. Let the gathering be. Let the gathering be. 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 In the name of Jesus.
7: You want to also pray that miracles will happen.
8: Riba sandu Roni and Reba Sandolo Roni Sandolo Reba Sandolo Roni Sandolo Reba Sandolo Roni Sandolo Reba Sandolo Roni Sandolo Reba Reba Sandolo Roni Reba 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 Viva de yo latino Massan, Zenova ni brane Lamani, do la mani a romana senza la voce mai remo sala st- reman si salone rema do sala salamanema, reman da la sala manema reman si reba sala
7: Many of us are reading the news and watching us. They are talking about the uh, what, COVID nineteen, and we're just gonna pray, amen. We're just gonna pray. I have been amazed that we need the president of the United States to ask his nation to make Sunday the fifteenth a day of prayer, but Christians are rather calling for churches not to meet. Are you there? Are you there? I'm not saying that we shouldn't do sensible things, but if schools, somebody put, and I asked him, if schools are meeting, are you not going to school tomorrow? If funerals are still happening, you have not said those ones should stop. The day they say they should stop, then we also have to pause, but until then. But I believe that it's in our power to pause it. Because this is our nation, eh? We are such careless people. I promise you, we cannot do. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. We cannot. Tell your neighbor we cannot. We cannot. So God, just, just have mercy on us. And just help us. Are you here or you are troubled? And I can see that so many people are panicking and so many people are hysterical. And I am looking at the data and I can understand. Not, I'm not saying it's not dangerous. But more people die from flu. Also an airborne disease. Lift up your voice. Lift it up, and just say, Father, we stop it in his tracks in the name of Jesus.
8: We stop it in its tracks in the name of Jesus. We will not be overtaken by hysteria. Our nation will not be devastated. Our economy will not be devastated in the name of Jesus. No plan of the enemy will work in the name of Jesus. We Lima our Remo, tell left "Remo, tell Roma Remo, Remo, tell the Remo, Salamanima
7: that some of you are just standing. And you're probably saying to yourself that, oh, but what will prayer do? It's because you don't pray. Yeah. May I pray? I remember when Ebola was walking, Yeah. Far more dangerous than any COVID anything. And for reasons that we cannot, it was not a logical reason why it didn't enter Ghana. And the way we are, and our level of carelessness, it would have finished us well, 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 well. Well, well. Only that some of us believe in prayer. And we prayed. And it didn't disturb us. And we are praying again. We are praying again. And it's the same God who will answer us. Lift up your voice. Yes, Lift up your voice. Lord.
8: Yes, Lord. Lift up your voice. It's
7: not coming near your house. It's not coming near your
8: workplace. It's not coming near your town. It's not in any car that you are in. It will pass over you. It will pass over you. It will pass we said that it was not the Rema of Remo nation. It was the Rema of Jesus. It was not the of that. It was
7: Finally, we want to pray that it will just cease, as suddenly as it began in the world, it will just cease. You may think your country is far from China, but be it known to you that we produce nothing. Uh, Everything comes from somewhere. So anything that affects anybody affects us also, sooner or later. Have to say because man, we are ultimately selfish. It's what affects us that we are interested in. Because you may say, "Oh, China is far." It's not far at all. It's not far at all. Are you here? And so, our prayer is that Lord, as suddenly as it began, let it end. Well, well. Let it just end. Lift up your voice. Maybe you didn't know you were a powerhouse of prayer. Maybe you didn't know that you can change things. But if we are Greek, it can
8: change. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we pray the schedule away in the name of We pray away in the name of Jesus. We pray it away in the name of Jesus.
7: which says that when we agree as touching anything, it is done for us. We agree that Good Friday, our, our gathering will come on in Jesus' name. We agree that COVID-19 will not disturb Ghana in Jesus' name. We have sealed our bodies and we've sealed our air. And we declare, O oh God, that anyone with the symptoms in the nation will be healed now. It will not go any further. And we ask you to have mercy on our world and the times in which we live. Have mercy, O oh God, As quickly as it came, let it be extinguished. We ask that every single virus be overtaken right now in Jesus' name. The ravaging is enough. It will go no further. This we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. And if you are a Christian, I hope that you have learned that your prayers matter. And your prayers do major things. Amen. Oh, are you there? At the end of the day, it's in the name of Jesus that we are praying. Hallelujah. And he will hear us. Amen and amen. Wow. Are you glad to be in church today? I've really enjoyed the testimony time today. Oh, I'm surprised that you are sitting. Yeah, a lot of very interesting things that are going on. Yeah, CWAs that are increasing. I had heard increase by nine, but 14. Pounds. I see you receiving it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that God is working with and for us. And as you are here, some of you are right on the eve of your mid and I want you to believe that God will meet you there. Amen. You are too natural. Send to your neighbor say, you are too natural. It's time for you to begin to believe in the supernatural. And to believe that God does things. Mm-hmm. Amen. Oh, are you there? Yeah. This is the second time I'm hearing a testimony of somebody who had seen the questions. Yeah. It's fully, po- you see, as you are there being frightened, the Holy Ghost knows already. Only that you didn't ask him. He said, "Gentleman, he won't force you. Hey. Are you there or you're not there? Ask your neighbor, are you there? Yeah. And I'm believing God. That's why every exam time, I believe God for supernatural help. Super, what? Supernatural help. And it comes in so many ways. In so many ways. Are you there? Yeah, when I was a student, one of my friends, she saw the paper. She saw her notebook in the room. As she was sitting there, she saw the notebook. Because Charlie, she was blank. She realized that she had gone off. Are you there? She had gone off. Yeah. Please, what music is it coming now? I beg you, allow me to preach. (laughs) Hallelujah! And so I am prophesying to you that special things will happen. If you are a supernatural being, yeah, just decide I'm supernatural and it will happen in the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Yeah. I don't know why I feel led to go this way this morning because I'm preaching about something else. Yeah. But I still remember a medical student, his final exams. He testified right here, Dr. Charles. And he told us about how he had gone to do an exam and then he overslept. And so he didn't even wake up early. When he woke up, you see, you need that last minute something to just browse through. He had to go without it. Said just as he was about to leave his room, he was pricked in his spirit. Just go through this one. So he went through. That was number one. It was an oral, not oral, but this there, you know, you are seeing patients. Okay. So he gets there, and he said, it's not yet his time. People are sitting down. And then a man who is one of the doctors, he's not a TA, he's a resident. He there coach them. The man comes out and asks by name, who is called this name? And when he comes, and the person asks him, "What do you know about this particular sickness?" He said, "I don't know anything." Right there, tutorial. They are still waiting. Then he sees some students, his classmates, gathered together discussing me. So he just goes to join, and they are discussing another kind of case. So he learns. So as he's going here, he knows only three things. If he sees these three sicknesses, he knows what to say. Anything else? He enters first room. That's it. Second room. That's it. Third room. That's it. Those of you who say supernatural things don't happen, it's up to you. When Pastor Sean was here, he told us a similar story. He said that he was just there. And two girls who are, you see, you learn in groups. These two girls were not particularly his friends. But he just said, hey, what are you guys discussing? Then they discussed three things. And he said what was interesting is that after even going over, then they'll ask him, repeat what we said. Hey, I see somebody be told, repeat what we said. Hey. He said they taught him about cancer drugs. This one. You see, when the syllabus is large, sometimes you get tired. They, uh, he said He doesn't remember anything about cancer drugs. Then they, they started to school him. This color is this one. This color is this one. This one is this one. This one. That's number one. Number two. What do they call this? Kangaroo what? For a premature baby. Kangaroo, kangaroo what? Kangaroo nothing. They say, what does he know about kangaroo? Say, does he he doesn't know nothing. They say, it is the premature baby that you do am kangaroo, you do like this, so that the baby will... Say, okay. Then a third one I don't remember. Entered number one. There is the cancer medication looking at him. Number two. Kangaroo supernatural, you see, they are just, supernatural means over and above the natural. Yeah. One exam that he was going to, he said that as he got to the door, he's the next student to go. So the first person has come out. Are you there? So he's the next to go in. So as he gets there, he's opening the door and the examiners are talking and the foreign examiner there, the external examiner says, I don't know why everybody thinks that this case is a stroke. That's what he heard. So he enters. He said, whatever he sees lying there, it's not a stroke. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He said, whatever case, you see, you need to understand, why is it that at that point in time, that's when he was opening the door, and that's when the person was speaking. So he said, he, he realized that whatever is lying there, however it looks, however it looks, it's not a stroke. So he enters. Since it's not a stroke, what else can it be? So he starts looking at it. He understood why his friends thought it's a stroke, but as he said, it's not a stroke. Then he started to think. As he began to answer, the examiner got too excited. Yes, yes, young man, it's right, it's right. Yes, keep going. Yes, yeah, that's the correct. I see you going for an oral exam, and I see them saying, "That's it, that's it." Keep going, keep going. Yeah, hallelujah! I beg you. Jesus, he's the wisdom and the power. I didn't say don't go and learn. For some of you. I am taking it as a given. And I'm taking it for granted that you are studying. Amen. And I'm saying God comes to add the super to the natural. May it be your story. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. For the next 20 minutes or so, I'm just talking to you. Because we're spiritual beings. Our lives continue. And it's not everybody here who's doing exams, please. Those of us not doing exams like me, wave at me. You're not doing exams. Ah, we are not in the church. Oh, him, I didn't say stand. (laughs) Hallelujah. But we've been talking about the work of God. And I was telling you that that's what you need. That is what you need. Amen? That is what you need. In the first service, I was talking to them about deception and how deception comes. Yeah. Ephesians chapter chapter 6, give us verse 10. Ephesians 6.10. Mm, I've not started. I'm teaching what. A.J. Tell A.J. Let's move on to 11, please. I want you to look at this. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wiles are the The deceptions, the deceits, the things he uses to fool you. And the truth is that he has fooled a lot of people. Hey! Are you there? The guy has come, he's smiling smiling at you. Not knowing that, hey! Hey! You thought you were the only one. You are the only sugar in my tea. Not knowing that three other cubes of sugar are in the tea. Hey! Hallelujah. So I was talking to them about deceptions. And if you remember last week, I was sharing with you how God has catered for us. He has catered for us. The problem is that we are too natural. Give me 1 Corinthians 2.14. I have no idea why I'm going backwards. 1 Corinthians 2.14. I want you to see something. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. What, um, what is this scripture saying in simple English? You see, not the sinful man, or the natural man. If you leave yourself the natural man without God, the natural man, your mind without the influence of the Holy Spirit. Yourself, as you just are. Says that you can't receive anything from God. Because that, you see, the things coming to you, they come by the, or through the Spirit of God. But he says that the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Not the sinful man. You would have thought that it's the devil who blocks your receiving. But some of us, it's not the devil, it's our naturalness. You are just there. Your mind will be working. Hmm. But how is it possible that this is a healing? Hmm. Hmm. It cannot be. It will be back next week. Hmm. It, is that the natural man? That's the natural man. Naturally, when there's thunder and lightning, it will rain. That's natural. But supernatural. And to stop. till so i finish the program. Yeah. I've seen it. Uh. But you see, your natural mind says that insofar as the lightning has started, and insofar as the thunder has started, that rain there, yeah, it must come. It must come. You see, your natural mind. And some of you, the reason for your spiritual barrenness is your naturalness. Not even your sinfulness, but your naturalness. You're so natural. And then he says that they are foolishness unto him. If you look at the things of God, they don't look sensible. You say you are praying. Hey. If you ever stand to watch a prayer meeting, you are not praying, Sam. You are standing to watch. Hey. One day I watched. I went to watch. I laughed. Ah, it was bad. Oh, I was a Christian. all right. I was a pastor. But I was—I just happened to be walking into the room, and at that time in Tamale, we had some very wild guys, used to, and they, had, they were standing at the second. And honestly, one guy, I stood there watching, and honestly, I laughed, and I said, "Father, forgive me," because with your natural mind, it is funny. But when you enter the supernatural, you begin to understand that it's doing things; it's a spiritually discerned. And that's why I'm encouraging you to go into the next phase of your life, the next week, the next year, spiritually, engage spiritually. And that's when you begin to see something. Hallelujah. So the way that God caters for you, you will not see it naturally. You will see it when you engage spiritually. This morning I was sharing with them how the deceptions, the Bible says, the wiles of the devil. He comes to seduce. When a seducing spirit is talking, it has a way. Eve met one in Genesis chapter 3. You are walking around minding. oh, did God actually say that? Did he really say you can You see, so she began to engage with it. Before she knew, it, she was convinced. Mm. Those of you who are walking saying that's me, dear, me, my virgin, no money can bust. You see, it's a type of guy you have not met. Hmm. It's a type. It's a type of guy. He has just not come your way. You brothers who are saying that I'm spirit. I'm spirit. I'm spiritual. I therefore you see, it's a kind of Delilah you have not met. You must ask yourself, what was it about Delilah that made Samson talk? You have not yet met a lady who will say, put your head here. Just put your head. Uh, hey. You haven't met her? Hmm. Seduction. Before Samson was aware, what can you Hey. So it's something you haven't met. And pray that you don't meet it. Don't be proud and say that, me dear, I'm very strong, oh. I'm very, very strong. I have a very strong willpower. If you come right now, I'll just finish you. Careful. Careful. Hallelujah. So last week, I started talking to you, and I said, every member is shepherd. And I explained it. And I said, because in Matthew chapter 6, and verse 33, he tells us how he plans to provide for us. He says, seek first the kingdom, and all will be added. The things you are looking for, Marks. The Gentiles are looking for it also. Clothing, job, they are also looking. They said, but God knows that you need it. Oh, people, just go up to 31. Boy. Uh-huh, 32 is okay. Are you seeing it? No, go to 31. Let's read it from 31. Take no thought, saying what will we eat, what will we drink, with what will we be clothed. In other words, your daily needs. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things. Are you seeing it? But then he has made provision. And his provision for us is that we are serving God. Amen? That's why he said, so seek first the kingdom. Verse 33. And everything will be added. And so last week, I started talking to you about this and sharing how you should just begin to be concerned about the things of God. You day or you not know there? You, have you not been concerned about your own matter all this time? How far have you come? Please ask your neighbor, how far have you come? How far? You say you are established. Can you not see how some small virus that we cannot see? People who are established are falling to the ground. You have not seen it. You should know that if God does not help you. Yeah. You should know. Are you in the church? Yeah. And so I'm talking to you about working for the Lord and doing something for him. And and just stretching yourself a little. And last week, I told you that it's because it's a very natural stage of growth. So if you are 10 years old and you do not know how to go to the loo, you are still using pampers. But some of you, you are more than 10. And spiritually, you are more than 10 and you are using spiritual practice. Anything that happens to you, it just bowls you over. It's true. Amen, I don't talk to God. I don't come to church again. I had a trail. Grow up. Grow up. Why am I saying grow up? When you grow up, you will realize that there's something called life. And the thing called life, it happens to all of us. The thing called life—it happens to all of us. If you like be a Christian and say mosquito has bitten you, so you there, you will be there. I, I, I mean, you are a Christian, but you take malaria medication, yeah, or you don't. Amen. Hmm. A. So it's a natural stage of growth that when you get to a certain point in your Christianity, somebody should be benefiting from you. You should be talking to somebody about Christ. And I gave you Hebrews chapter 5. Oh, sorry, you are doing well. Oh, it's not there. I thought they have changed it for me. Hebrews 5.12. Amen. Are you in the house this morning? Like he says that a time comes when you ought to be a teacher. You know, And that is the time when you are a shepherd. Now, we are using that word shepherd because Jesus calls us sheep. Amen? We have a lot of characteristics that are just like sheep. Somebody needs to lead us. And you are being led by God or the devil. There are only two choices. Yeah, there are only two choices. Well, amen. and a And so last week I shared with you there's a need for shepherds. And without them people faint. There are people out there who are fainting in life. They are finding life so difficult. You know, I don't know if if you noticed that today I heard testimonies where somebody was saying, and my shepherd told me. And my shepherd said, so that person, if the shepherd was not there, the person would have just been walking. Yeah, we are not here, how am I going to see everybody? And last week I gave you a demonstration, and I was going to just visit one row of people. We realized that it would take so much time. If I'm not even that, it won't even be possible. Hey, are you there or you have traveled? And so we, were, we talked about that and we, we talked about the fact that people are fainting without a shepherd. Today I would just want to continue with a bit or two, I mean one or two points. Because I am saying to you that you that you are there, start to shepherd one more person. Start to look at one more person. Take me to Philippians chapter 2, I believe verse 20. I think. This is Paul. Let's go to 19 first. He was sending somebody to them. Verse 19. I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly to you. That I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. So he'll say, I'm sending Timothy to you. Why was he sending Timothy again? For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. I don't have anybody who thinks about other people and thinks about how they are doing. Verse 21. They all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. And this is basically a definition of who we are as a church, as churches, as Christians. We don't care. You are walking there. You are minding your own business, you see, in a way. But that is what I'm asking you, that as you have minded all your own business up until now in this, your life. How far? How far? How far have you gotten? How far? As you have cared only for yourself. Compare yourself to other people who are caring for somebody else. You see. You come to the school. You are in the school four years, six years. When you go, you go only with the paper. Oh, only with the paper. Do you know that in a few years to come, you don't even know where that paper is. Ask the people who have finished school where their papers are. Ask them. But the human beings that you influence Will always be a human being. The, inf- the human beings whose lives are affected by you. And the reason why your little problem is such a big problem is because you're not taking care of anybody. You're not taking care of anybody. If you were taking care of somebody, that's when you understand that your problem actually is carryable. Are you there? Somebody shared with me. He said, Look, they say we should all take our problems to the stadium. When you get there, with your gagba? The gangba is that big bowl that they bath the babies in. You put your problem. When you get there, you see that somebody's on polytank. Polytank. You will return just with your gangba I you say, Lord, it's okay. I've come back with mine. You were going to exchange your problems. But when you arrive there, then you realize that somebody's problem is a polytank. More than you can carry. They can't even carry it. They have brought it on a track. And they want your gagba, which you just put on your head. (laughs) Hey! Listen, when I'm preaching, you sit up properly, and you look straight, and you remove your earphones from your ears. (laughs) It is what we have seen it before, that's why I'm talking. (laughs) Amen! (laughs) Now, God's people are scattered without a shepherd. Let's look at Ezekiel 34 and verse 5. They were scattered because there is no shepherd. Not because there's no prophet. Not even because there's no evangelist, because there's no shepherd. After the evangelist has done his work, if he does not have a shepherd there to lead the sheep with, they will scatter. That's why every time we go to do uh, crusades, we don't just go. We go in collaboration with the churches so that the soul that is one will get a place and get a shepherd. Otherwise, there's no point. There is no point at all. They will just get scattered. But he says that they were scattered because there's no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field. There are people, live human beings, they have become meat. There are people walking around preaching false doctrine. And it's a very serious thing. I know a man. This man, I've met him before, but I was told of his situation recently. This man had a proper doctor. His doctor gave him medicine. You know what medicine is? Because he had a sickness. He was taking his medicine. For as long as he took his medicine, Everything was going pep Then he met one of these beasts of the field. His condition was incurable, it could only be maintained. Do you understand? Like you maintain him. Now the beast of the field told him that. Oh, this is your sickness. Oh, I have something here. If you drink it now, oh, and hey, you will be healed. You'll be cured. Who doesn't want to be cured in this world? So this man put down his medicine that was keeping him having a normal life. He put it down, and he took that one. Started drinking. Oh, I feel better. Drinking. Oh, it's working. Drinking. It's going good. Drinking. Tell neighbour. Drinking. Hey. One day his children were there. They said, Baba, that he has collapsed. Oh, they said that no. they rushed the man to everything that was stable is now unstable. Suddenly he says, See, a, a patient this serious care. And you see, this is what is happening to some people spiritually. You are their shepherd, but you only care for yourself. You don't care for them. So they are there in their situations. Then a beast of the field will come and pass with a story. You know, this is your story. Yeah? If you just bring us a red guinea fowl. Uh, you don't know that they are red guinea fowls. They are red ones. Oh, please, 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 please. I've come from where they come from. Yeah. There was a time when they used to ask for the white ones. Because the black, the gray ones are the... But when they started asking for the white ones, the people began to breed them. They were more. So when they realized that the white is more, no? Then they began to ask for the red. It's <laughs> got some whinish feather like that. Yeah. If you bring us a red guinea fowl, and you bring us the bladder of a crocodile, <laughs> and you bring us two spiders, and you add some salt, we'll do something for you. As you are busy saying, hey, 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 tell me that is not what is happening around us. I said tell me that is not what some of you who are sitting here crying somebody has to go and rescue you yeah somebody had to rescue you otherwise you would have fallen prey to one of these beasts of the field and pastor how can you call them a beast I, I read your bible they became meat to the beasts of the field when you are scattered when people are scattered there's no shepherd it takes a shepherd to come in and say this otherwise you are just there you are just there. Hey, you are very quiet this morning. Some of you who are sitting here, you are not learning. You are not learning. As your shepherd, I'm telling you, you are an idiot to have come to school. Students learn. So if you are a student, you are not learning. You are an idiot. Idiot. Aha, uh-huh. as your shepherd have told you. So go and sit down and learn. That's why we have written Agenda 5. Our Father has even told us how much learning we should do. That's why we've spoken about Shilarism. And if you don't know Shilarism, it's because you are hanging onto the church by your tail. You are not on any page. Because we describe it. Yeah. If you are here, you don't use passport to learn. We have told you all. That's just a shepherd taking care of their sheep.
0: That's
7: all. Because as you are there, just, you see, recently I called one of my sheep, my person, delete every movie on your laptop. Delete it. Delete it. She was about to be consumed by the wild beast of movies. That's So hot, are you? Hey, where are you? That's the shepherd. That's the shepherd. When the person goes and she'll come and be testifying how her CWA has increased by 16, will she be happy or not? Yeah. But you see, otherwise, wild beasts. Wild beasts. Yeah. Somebody, her shepherd has just sent me a text. You are an answer patient. You know you are an answer patient. And you say that, you won't eat Your shepherd has talked there, and I'm talking to some of you. Listen, this nobody will come to look for you in the hospital. When you by your own hand have brought your sickness back. Susie Tatum, won't go. Ah, because I'll be calling she and Alpha say jump in your car, go and sit down. Go Meanwhile, well, you are a foolish girl. If you know that you have alpha, you have to eat. For so you, food is your medicine. Put it there and say, this is my medicine. I don't like it. I didn't ask if you like. It's not liking. Just eat it. Just eat it. It's your medicine. Just put it there. Say, this banquet. I have to eat four. One. Drink one. Two. Three. Oh, now drink the soup. Drink all. Chew the meat. That's all. That's your medicine. Otherwise, I'll be there. Then in the middle of the night, they are calling. Hey, I'm dying. I'm dying. He me, my phone was going at 4 a.m., I said, oh, no. I want to wake up at 4 a.m. to pray. I'm not answering this call. Yeah. Are you in the house or you have traveled? Though? And I'm saying to you that people are scattered and other beasts are chewing them because you should have been there. You. He's turned to your neighbor and said, because of you. And ask your neighbor, will you go? What did they say? That's why I said, if you are here, each one of us is a shepherd. Everybody, you have somebody that you are going to be looking after. Everybody. Everybody, you have somebody. Somebody that you'll be looking after. Somebody who you'll be taking care of. Yes. After all, someone is taking care of you. I also have a shepherd. Hmm... This morning, I've sent my shepherd a message about something that's disturbing me. Yes, I also have a shepherd. Realize that this thing is worrying my mind. And I call somebody. I say, please, tell daddy that this, 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 this. And I left it. You see that are quiet. <laughs> hey, ask your neighbor, who is your shepherd? I don't want to talk about those of you when they are trying to shepherd you, then you behave like wolves. I don't want to talk about you. Let me, let me just stay, stay with my message. Amen. Now, it's important for you to become a shepherd because you need to fulfill the great commission. I believe that I spoke extensively for several weeks about how Jesus' last words to us were, go. Are you there? Go. Teach. Preach. Make disciples. Those were his words, so did not exclude you? And the truth is that if you do not become a shepherd, you won't do it. That's the truth. You'll just be there. One day your time will be up. You will get to heaven. And you'll discover that. Mm. Mm. Tell your neighbor. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You discover that they are counting how many people are in heaven because of you. And your account is reading zero. Or point 0.5. Point 0.5. Hey! You used to occasionally give a Benempi offering, so because of that, a few people. That young man who is talking at the back when I'm talking, should be very careful, that guy. Be very careful. You're also sitting there listening. I'm a shepherd. It's foolishness you are doing there. All of you are walking at the back over there. You don't know. It's not your sheep, that's why. Hey. Hey, man, hey. hey. What kind of church is this? And when it comes to the church, then there'll be blessing. The, I am a shepherd. I am shepherding my sheep. What I'm saying, you need to hear it. And when you need to hear something, that's when Satan will work through your friend. And they'll be talking to you at the time when you need to hear something. Yes. Every time you sleep in church, is that message that you needed. When the message is not particularly for you, nothing, you'll be awake like that. The day the thing is addressing your pinching issue. That's the day a certain kind of person will sit by you to be talking. That's the day your eyes will be closed. It's true. That's why they said the wiles of the devil. Those are the things he uses. Hmm. Are you in the house? What did your neighbor say? The last one. First Timothy chapter 6 and verse 6. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Godliness with contentment. The contentment is the secular thing you are doing that is making you content. You are working in a job. You are studying at something. You are doing something. You are content. But the Bible says add some godliness to it. Add some godliness to it. Do something for God in it. Because the two together is great gain. Hallelujah. And some of you will qualify from this university and after you qualify and you are going there, somebody will say, I thank God I was on campus at the time you were there. Yeah. There are some people here who are working here and during their time on campus, somebody will say, thank you, I thank God I came to meet you. I thank God I came to meet you. You made a difference. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Many people have one or the other. You are just godly, but you have nothing to go on. with. You are just content. Job day, this day, and that's all. But godliness with contentment is great again. Hallelujah. I keep on telling you that in my generation, we have done what we are doing for 30 years. One generation. So we are there, too, we are able to see some of the results. And it's so great. It's so satisfying when you know that I taught this person. The life the person has now It's because of what I taught them in church. Not at home, in church. Hey. Are you going to shepherd somebody? Are you going to be the good news to somebody? Or you're going to continue to just walk around with your selfish self? Hey. There's a happiness waiting for you that you don't know about. Yeah. Begin to affect another life. It's a different happiness. Push your neighbor and say, it's a different happiness. It's a different happiness. It's a different joy. Some of you, your weakness, that's where it's from. As soon as you start to do something for somebody, suddenly you see that my life has changed. My life has changed. Hallelujah. I want you to stand up to your feet this afternoon. I want you to pray for yourself. And this prayer is, Lord, may I be a good shepherd. May I be a good shepherd. May I be a good shepherd. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Talk to Him. Godliness with contentment is great gain. With content. Ask the Lord to show you somebody Who you will shepherd Somebody whose life will be changed because of you Some of you, you have changed people's life for the worst When you were an unbeliever But by the grace of God, you are now a believer And you want to talk to God and say Lord, now I want to influence people for you I want to take care of somebody I want to shepherd somebody. I want to watch over somebody. I want to pray for somebody. I want to change someone's life in a positive way. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you that we are a house of shepherds. Taking care of others. Because of us, many others will come to know you. Because of us. Talk to the Lord for a few more minutes. Oh, Jesus, let my life influence somebody's life. Let somebody be glad and let someone come to know you because of me. May I be the reason why somebody says thank God. May I be the reason why somebody says praise God. May I be the reason why somebody, says, reason why somebody is joy retains. May I be the source of strength to somebody. May I be the source of direction to somebody. Oh yes. Oh yes. Thank you Jesus. We bless you. And we praise you. As every head is bowed this afternoon. And every eye is closed. You are here this afternoon. I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus. You need to receive him. You came maybe because you were passing by. And you wanted to just walk into church for a short time. Or you came because somebody invited you. Or maybe every Sunday you are in church. It doesn't matter why you came or how you came. What is important is that you give your life to Jesus. And so in these few minutes, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you are here and you've not given your life to Jesus, but you want to do that, you want to receive him as your Lord and Savior, lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. I want to pray with you. The Bible says that what you believe in your heart, you have to just confess it with your mouth in order to be saved. You need Jesus to write your name in the Lamb's book of life. If you have lifted up your hand, please come to me. Just come to me this afternoon. Let the ashes and the pastors guide you and just come. Step out of your seat and come to me. Just come. Just come. Just come. Just come. Step out of where you are and come this afternoon. Is your name in the book of life? If you are not sure, just come. Just come. You see, you may be standing and your heart is beating, and it's a way of Jesus telling you that all is not well between you and Him. So, if your heart is beating, just come to me. Just come. Step out and come towards me. I'm just waiting for you in a few minutes. It's not a time to go walking around or doing other things. Just come. Let us pray. If you're in front, I want you to pray this prayer with me. If you're in the gathering, just join us. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for these young ladies and young men who have come to give their lives to you. I pray that you watch over them. I pray that you keep them. Father, I pray that they will never turn back. May they never fall out. May they never be food for the devil. May no beast of the field get hold of them, but rather may their names be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I thank you for them today, and I give you praise in Jesus' name. And all those things shall say, Amen. With all me, I want to praise you.
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-G-S-A God richly bless you.